Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the international bestseller called We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And our guest today is Lauren Antifermo, who is a teacher, a coach, and a spirit channel. And she comes highly recommended from one of our listeners named Anne. Lauren has a 15-year background in the health and fitness industry, public speaking, and so much more. She says her mission is to help people connect with the truth of unconditional love, the gifts of compassion, and the ability to live loving, joyful lives. Her website is soulfultransformations.com. Lauren Antifermo, a warm welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I watched some of your videos today on your Facebook page. I'm like, I like this girl. <laughs> cool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and our mutual friend, Anne, just really recommended you. And I for all the listeners listening right now, you know, if there's somebody that you know and love that I should interview, you just let me know. Send me an email or um, message me on Facebook. I'm easily found there. So, Lauren, um, first of all, where are you in the world right now as we're speaking? I am in Georgia, in uh, near Macon, Georgia, Warner Robins. I wound up moving here uh, after I lived a few years in England in the military. I was in the U.S. Air Force. And so we got transferred here. And once I got out of there, we just just wind up staying <laughs> so Fantastic. I'm right near uh, Robbins Air Force Base in middle Georgia. Oh, thank you for your service. Thank you. <laughs> My parents were both in the Air Force. That's how they <gasps> met. And that's how I came to be on planet Earth. <laughs> well, it's, that's awesome. You and my kids have something in common. Then. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. And I'm in Massachusetts. Uh, both of us in the USA on the East Coast time zone, which is pretty cool. How, yeah. Where'd you start? Where does your story begin? Because not, I, I don't know too much about spirit channeling, um, but I know it all ties in with the afterlife. But tell us a little bit about you and uh, how you even, maybe a little bit about joining the Air Force, and then how you got into this world of uh, the afterlife and being a spirit channel, if you would. Right. Um, it's it's funny because I went from working on um, F-15 fighter jets, um, you know, u- using laser technology and, um, and working on their uh, systems for targeting and navigation, and then, you know, wound up into the health industry. My father... Long story short, um, you know, my father's an immigrant from Italy, came to New York, had no education, gave me the education, felt like I needed to do something with it. Um, went to college, tried every major in the world, couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, went to the Air Force and really loved it. It gave me the experience of living different places, getting to know different people. And, you know, I want I, there was something that I was just searching for and you know, the, the Air Force gave me such a um, such a belief in myself to be who I am at, at my core, to do what I, you know, be independent and to know that I can do things that are out of the ordinary, that weren't expected of me. And my father being an athlete, he was a professional boxer for most of his career. I always had the inkling towards um, fitness and nutrition and things like that, but I went through my own struggle, started working with clients. I loved working with people. And I was always kind of intuitive, but I didn't think much of it. And uh, working with people helped me to kind of figure out that energy and emotions were really a part of people's health and wellness and the way they feel about themselves and the way they feel about life. Then I started um, meditating, kind of looking for answers for myself 
And as I started to meditate and connect with um, past loved ones, I started out, you know, doing some mediumship and intuitive work, which I really loved. Uh, I have um, my grandma who is, you know, often with me and helping me, guiding me. Every time I speak to a medium, my grandma shows up right away. And so I know she's always with me. And then after a while of meditating, I wound up um, accentuating the kind of guidance that comes from like a higher source, like angels. I got really interested in angels and how they connect with us and how they help guide us in this life. So one thing basically led to the, to another where I began to voice like songs and energy and, and loving messages. And as I began to get used to that, you know, I was a little shy about it. I started to share it little here, little there, starting to feel more comfortable with it. And the messages and the, and the energy that would come through was so, was so beautiful. It would bring tears to my eyes. Like I could feel it and know it. And so after a while, I just felt like I had to share this gift with other people and, and see how heaven, source, spirit, whatever you want to call it, really views us in such compassion for everything that we go through in life. And everything that that brings us love is is how they're leading us back to um back to feeling safe, secure, happy, joyous, and and being connected to that that unconditional love of life. So I know I rambled a little bit there, but oh, I hope ramble is good. But I want to ask when your grandmother first came through, was that a surprise? Um, well, yes and no, because my mom had gone to mediums here and there. I always thought, well, okay. you know, you know, it wasn't so out of the realm of possibility, but it was very surprising to me. Like, oh my gosh, you know, here she is. And, and sometimes like, I won't get the messages until she has something for my mom. And then she uses that as a, um, as a gateway to give me a message too, you know, because sometimes as a medium, you won't get messages for yourself unless um, somebody else is, you know, around you that you're getting messages for. <laughs> so she would sneak it in there every once in a while when somebody else was a medium, she'd kind of, she'd kind of butt in and say, Hey, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was very close with my grandmother and I would love, even though I feel her around sometimes and out of the corner of my eye, I see her, but I would just I'd love something like that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing when you get like just those little inklings, like the more you acknowledge the signs that they give you and the feelings that they give you, the more that they can communicate. That's something that I've learned that once you begin to kind of feel their energy and their love and you feel close to that love and that, that, that source and their, and that energy of, of, compassion for yourself and wanting to feel that joy of who they are, they, they can access us more easily because they're in joy, they're in light, they're in love. And for, for us to connect with them, we have to be able to be open to, to, to that love that they have. And sometimes, you know, feeling unable to connect, feeling unworthy of connecting or feeling, or for, or feeling like, it's too much to connect or it's too impossible. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll find ways to make sure that they, they bring signs and symbols and energy to us that remind um, us of their light, of their love and, and of the good times that we had and of their, of their, um, their joy that they had for living with us, you know, and being connected to us. And when we look for those signs and symbols, they become really, um, 
relevant, really present in our lives. Oh, that's good. That's good advice. Because I just think the more you, we acknowledge them, because, you know, I talked to a man not too long ago whose dad has been gone for 10 years. He's like, he's never given me a sign, period, you know, and some of the questions were, you know, have you asked, have you spent time quieting your mind? Oh, I'm too busy for that. (laughs) And I think it is like a new kind of relationship that we're developing, even though there's still them. It's, a, it's right. a new way of having, yeah, to communicate. It's so true because what I've learned just from bringing through loved ones is that when somebody is in a lot of grief, um, they will work through, you know, grief to kind of comfort you and they will connect with you. But after a while, they want to be able to connect with you in love, like personally, and when you can access that, even though the missing is there and the grief is there and the, and the, and the, and the feeling that they really want them in the physical, that doesn't go away, especially for many like parents who lose children or people who, right. who are really close to us. It's hard to just, Oh, you know, I'm not saying to get rid of the grief, but I am saying that when you connect with, they want to reach you in love and then you're open to it. You begin to recognize how they're how they're accessing your energy and how they're how they are showing their love and support in ways that you might not have noticed before so if you have that opening of let me let me accept the the ways you want to communicate with me they will show you and you'll feel it and you'll know it in your heart and the more that you connect with that affirming that like affirmation of knowing that they can communicate communicate in ways that are um, that are unfamiliar to the rest of the world. They're not going to pick up a phone and not every spirit's going to make the TV turn on and off in the middle of the night, you know, right. but they will give you signs and, and, and light and, and just feelings. And you know that they're with you and you may feel crazy for thinking that, but that's when, you know, if you can, if you can really feel that energy, you know, the spirit of their love is with you. And that's um something I've learned to, to, connect with people who are in grief about their loved ones and they begin to see that they begin to feel it and it brings them a level of comfort that maybe wasn't there before yeah and the feelings can be so subtle so it might not be some major things you know shows up on your lap but it could be just having the feeling i had gone to bed after my dad died and even though i believed in the afterlife and i was still on my search to go to mediums and I saw a spirit artist to draw a, drew a picture of him. I mean, it's really great stuff. But I went to bed one night saying, Dad, you know, I just want to know you're here. And I just, what I asked for is just to show me some pictures, that, you know, that put some pictures in your mind, my mind. Let me know you're here. I don't know why I thought to ask that. But, Lauren, it was like a slideshow of things Dad and I had done in the past that came to my mind. And it they happened so fast, I couldn't, like, create it I couldn't think back okay what did I do when I was eight years old and it was so special and I thought you know what I have to take this as a sign have to yes that's amazing and it like I love that I got goosebumps as you're talking because you know when you uh, like I said like when you're open to receive that they show up easily because you're really open to receiving that kind of that kind of love you know um 
and it was coming from a place of love and of comfort. Like you wanted to see the good times mm -hmm. and the, and the laughter and the sense that his love was still with you. And so it was easy to sense that that's beautiful. Yeah. My, um, my mom, you know, after I started getting into this, she's like, Oh, I want to try too. And she, she can see almost feel like my grandmother had this thing of putting her hand on, you know, and, 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 on top of your hand, there was a very like unique gesture that was, that was unique to her, you know, and she can actually feel her hand sometimes just, you know, covering her hand and like almost like a comforting, like I'm here. And, um, you know, she'll go right into tears. If she talks about it, it's funny. Like if she can really describe the way that feels to her, she, she can feel it and she starts to get emotional about it, but it's a beautiful, it's like tears of love, you know, of, of comfort and, and knowing that, you know, they don't, there's, they're, they're still there. Their energy, oh, their love is, has never, has never gone anywhere. So sweet. One of our guests not too, too long ago said, schedule a time and like make this commitment with your loved one that you want to get used to their energy and build this relationship in this new way. And she says, ask them, close your eyes and ask them to step close. And what does that feel like? And do you get goosebumps? Do you feel change in temperature, change in air. And, you know, maybe nothing happens the first several times, yeah. but eventually, you know, you actually start feeling a subtle change. And I thought that's so beautiful. So there are yeah. things we can do. Yes, there really are. Wow. When, when did you start working with people doing any kind of medium reading? Was that kind of a shock that not only could you see your grandmother, but you could tell people who their loved ones were? Yes. Well, if, you know, it came like almost a hobby at first, like, oh, wow, I can do this. Let me try. And so I did it with people I felt safe with, mm -hmm. you know, that I knew that I could, you know, not, you know, first, you know, I'm in the Air Force and I come from a very, you know, conservative That's right. family. <laughs> like, this is a little bit weird. And even though my mom had been to mediums here and there, it still wasn't the environment like that I was in, you know, especially where, you know, some people call that, you know, you know, here's, you know, like just bad, you know, they don't, yeah. <laughs> they don't really accept it as something, you know, from light, they feel it's, you know, bad or negative. And um, so I kept it quiet to myself and only worked with people, but, and, and, fr and friends and, and family members, but I would bring up the reason I knew that I was getting real answers because I was bringing up things that were only connected to them, that they didn't know um, anybody else knew. You know, that I that I could pick up on things that I couldn't have possibly known and that it was just fun. It felt really great to do that. And then um, I just started working with people outside of that. Oh, I have a friend, you know, I would get referrals yes. and it started it started that way. And I just um, fell in love with the feeling of being able to do that for people, you know. Yeah. And then um then the channeling started and I was able to bring in, you know, guidance for for people that are, you know, that show us that not only don't we die, but we are eternal, that that God source, you know, whatever word you want to use for him is is evidently, you know, is evidenced in our daily life that that pain and 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 anger and fear and worry and frustration and, and hostility, all of these emotions you know, can be part of the human life, but that the energy of who we are is eternal, loved, and always supported. And when we recognize that, there is no doubt 
of fear of death. You know what I mean? There's no doubt that that we live on, that we go forward, that we connect with eternal because we are from the eternal and we will always be eternal. And that really solidified for me um, the energy of, of mediumship because it showed that no matter what you believe about souls, over souls, in reincarnations, things of that nature, who we are in this lifetime lasts. We are never separate from source and we are never never apart from love and so as such you know that there's never a time where we are not light we are not here we are not present you know what i mean it's it's eternal i don't know if i'm making the connection the way that i want to in my head but i have a uh, smile on my face listening to you so i think so okay <laughs> But it's so comforting. Yeah. So comforting. I want, I want to hear about channeling because okay. I've talked to people um, about trance, which I believe is different, mm-hmm. um, I think. Um, but what is channeling and what what does it look like on the court? You know, like when you're actively okay, so doing it. I don't really I've, know too much about it. Okay. So I will um, actually demonstrate it for you. No and, kidding. Um, will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you might find um, the tone or the words that I'm using or the energy that I am coming out will will shift a little bit. So thank you. I um, work with archangels. I work with the angelic light of their energy. So when I go into channel, I'm just connected by love, and I accept that they are a beautiful expression of source energy. And when I go into channel, it's like my conscious worries, fears, frustrations, or anything like that move to the side. I'm not processing emotion or anything else except allowing that energy through. And so what I'm going to do is um, allow the Archangel Ariel to connect with me now. And greetings. My connection with the channeled experience is that when humans are open to receiving an awareness of light that is connected to them with love, strongly associated with their ability to translate my energy into words. I connect with them immediately. So there's no difficulty in the translation. There's only a communication, my energy to hers. And as her communication reveals a frequency of abundance, love, and happiness, it is with great honor that we give her the ability to translate the energy of source, compassion, joy, abundance, and happiness. As we are connected to the archangel realm, we have the frequency of knowing that who you are at the level of light is so compassionately aware of love that there could never be a source of pain. There's only a communication. Am I in awareness of love or am I in connection to the fear of lower vibrations or negative energy? When the awakening of a heart opens to the source energy of abundance, it is with light that they receive it. And when a communication of archangels communicates through a human being, they reveal an energy of compassion, of loyalty to the heart of all humans. And the relationship of that abundance is that the human receiving the archangel is connected to the higher frequencies of divine love. When we call upon an energetic awareness of a human, 
Meaning when we connect to the personality of a human, we are often giving them advice, guidance, love, and compassion. Our communication to the archangels is one of laughter, buoyancy, happiness, and compassion for whatever it is the human is feeling. When we communicate with the experience of abundance, we say to you that there is no lack in the world. There is only the joyfulness of creating an awakening of light. When we say to you that the communication of compassion for us is that we help awaken you to loving yourselves in such a way that you connect with judgment-free energy, compassionately aware of what it is you are really wanting, the energy of filling your joy up with the experience of kindness, loyalty to having energy of abundance, creativity and awareness of life on earth being a beautiful expression of source through physical bodies. And so as you are source energy connected to the physical form, you are also eternal. There is no decision of making somebody come to earth and making them feel bad and punish them. There is only the goodness of creation. There is only the passionate view of abundance that God has given the earth realm. And when we communicate through the energy of awareness, through the energy of Lauren, she sends a signal. What is the late energy of fear? The belief that you are undeserving of love. What is the judgment that we put upon ourselves? The communication of pain when we are not in alignment to God's eternal light. When we are performing an emotional communication to the universal energy of life on earth, we remind you that God is eternal. And because you are created in the image of him, we say you are, don't feel the frequency of fear, feel the frequency of abundance, receive the energy of who you are at the level of light. And that is eternal. So when a human comes back from their lifetime, they express gratitude. Even if the lifetime was difficult, they express love for being the creative process of alignment, of awareness, and of allowing them to receive compassion as a human being. They are aware that forgiveness is immediate, that there is nothing that should keep a human being from God's energy of love. And when we recommend to the youth of this world that they believe in themselves so much that they create lives of compassion, creativity, and abundance, we say to you with great honor that the belief in the self is what allows that communication. When we give you the offering of abundance, we say to you, it is not riches and money. It is the creative process of living in light loving the self and creating love around you. That is abundance. When we communicate with the feeling of awareness of how to receive a life of a loving angelic guide, we say to you, all of you have the light energy of guides connected to you. Each of you have the perfection of God within you. And therefore you will always be guided back to love. 
You will always be connected back to source and you will always be a balanced alignment of judgment free energy, which gives you the experience of knowing that the validation of humanity is that you grow in love for each other and for yourselves. We thank you for this opportunity to speak to your audience. We give you the experience of knowing that the Archangel realm is supportive of all humanity. There is no religion from the air, from the angelic realm. There is no religion that would keep us from helping you. We love you. There is a constant energy of adoration for you. We are the archangel realm. We love you. And we say thank you and good day. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I that was <laughs> Ariel. And um, it's funny. I was a little bit nervous and I normally don't get nervous and she knows that she was connecting to me and through me and that my energy although was witnessing her connection um, to me I allowed her to receive my throat chakra my words my, my transmission so that I know that she's utilizing my human faculties to translate her message does that make sense Oh, it makes sense. I'm just shocked because I didn't see that coming. It was like you just turned on a faucet and whew, and, yeah, and exactly. <laughs> I am so thankful that this is being recorded that I can re-listen to it and even our audience members too. You left me stunned and delighted. Yay. And thank you, <laughs> Archangel Ariel. I had not experienced this before. I have seen people uh, do trance mediumship with um, people speaking through them, words of wisdom, yes, but people who had walked the earth, but to just be tuned into this realm of, um, oh, that divinity, I guess is the word, and yeah. such powerful words. Yeah, it's, it's, thank it's you. So, you Oh, I pinched myself. Did she really just do that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting for sure when um when I do it, I'm always like <clears throat> sometimes in the back of my mind, I'm going, okay, I hope they're receiving it well. You know, like as I'm <clears throat> kind of watching it from the background or hearing it from the background, um, my delight in receiving it usually makes it um, really, really fun to do for people, you know, like, because I can feel the energy and I know that the person feels that energy and it feels like, just feels like communion. It feels like balanced love energy in the way that we are really meant to know ourselves and, and know each other in that light, in that love. Oh, now are you listening as she's speaking? Cause the words were flying out pretty fast. So even me, I couldn't digest them that fast and want to go back and listen. But are you just like, is your mind just kind of sitting in another room? As well, I can speaking? listen and hear. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's kind of like the same thing that you described. I'm kind of like, all right, whoa, what just happened? I know it felt good. I know that there were words of love and light. And I and I can connect with the, the basic of the message. But mm -hmm. if I try and go and repeat what was just said, Forget there's it. no way. I cannot. <clears throat> I know that, you know, there was love and they, she was talking about, you know, being connected to eternal and, but that's about it. <laughs> that is great. And how long have you been connected? 
that I'm sure the longer time goes on, the stronger the connection, the more powerful this may be. But how long has this been coming through you as a channel? I would say about three years. That's nothing. Solidly, yeah. Wow. It took like a full year for me to really, you know, like, the, the first year, so I would say altogether four years, the first year was a little like up and down. I, I didn't know a lot about this. You know, I didn't know a lot of what was happening. So I kind of shut it down for a minute. You know, like I went through a little bit of, you know, fear-based thoughts about like, what's going on yeah, here? Of course. You know? <laughs> because we're so conditioned, you know, with the energy of like movies and stuff like that to feel like, but once I, once I understood the discernment between what was truly loving and what was painful, mm-hmm. you know, anything that they give us in love will feel like love. Anything that is less than love is not from, from guides is not from source is not from, from heaven, as you might call it. You know, it's anything that's feels judgmental, critical condemnation, um, hostile or, or negative really isn't from love. That's, that's not love. It's the opposite of love. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from our own minds too. Exactly. Yeah. It's tough road being a human. That was just extraordinary. Now, is this something like, so what I have to compare to, which this is all an education for all of us. So I think it's really great. But recently I've been studying trans mediumship and things like that. And people have been sitting in circles, home circles and sitting quietly or singing songs, things like that for a long time. Is this sound, this is my instinct is this is something, a unique relationship that you built one-on-one or one on however many in the angelic realm. But, (laughs) But this is something that you did yourself. I mean, you, it wasn't a group yeah. of people sitting with you, supporting you and your development. Right. Nope. <laughs> or maybe unseen people, maybe, but yeah. No, I, um, I sought a, a, a coach that, you know, knew had a channel and worked with Archangels as well after a while. And um, she helped me kind of steady my energy to be able to connect on a very um, deep, loving level. So, I would say that it took just like any um, a medium can be born with the ability to to receive, you know, those messages. But it takes them time to develop a language with spirit. You know, they over time, they get better and better and better and better at it because they are connected to establishing that relationship and that language, so to speak. And so it becomes easier as they get to know the way they receive information. Spirit knows how to transmit the energy so it makes sense to the medium, to the person receiving it. And the way that I feel about channeling is that rather than transmitting an energy to me that I have to stop and interpret and then get the message um, from my human mind, my body kind of like automatically trans translates it. It's kind of like a radio signal. Like I'm the radio and, and, you know, I'm outputting the signal that, you know, the, the frequency that's coming to me and it's immediate, you know, there's no, there's no delay in the radio, like having to, um, you know, think about what they got and then try to translate it into words. It's just a direct, you know, signal through it. It's amazing because there's such a distinct, even though it's your voice, 
there was no, the voice didn't come up for air too often. Yeah. There were no ums and you know what I mean? You know, the, you know things yeah, that say, like that. things that well, we, <laughs> that we human beings say. Yeah. And it was so fast that it was in deliberate that I, I, I couldn't speak that way if I tried. so it's just very interesting to talk to you and then to see that in action now um i don't know enough about you which we're going to find out because darn it you're great um is this something you teach is this something that people can i mean maybe not everybody wants to do what we just witnessed but can we build a relationship each one of us with our friends in the angelic realm i mean is that yes possible and how (laughs) (laughs) and i think that was part of her message like each of us has these these awarenesses of of archangels and angels supporting us and guides and when we connect with our past loved ones they often serve as our guides because you know they're connected to the information about us that we're not even aware of in this lifetime because they have a broader perspective they have a broader view of our soul energy and, and who we are at the at the level of light that they know themselves to be and so um when we connect with past loved ones sometimes they give us guidance and also uh, when we connect to our guides and angels, we can establish that relationship in very similar ways by accepting that they are there constantly in love, that when they're there for us in love, they will always make us feel um, comforted, balanced, secure. They will offer us friendship in a way. So angels aren't meant to be, um, no, what do you call like um revered as as something to um like we're not praying to them right 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 right. (laughs) that's the word i'm looking for like they're not meant not meant to be you know replacements for um source or praying or god they're there to help guide us and support us in our human evolution and when we make that connection with them, when done in a very reverent, loving, respectful way, knowing that they are here to support us, they show up. Um, as far as speech channeling, what I call speech channeling, there are a few people that can directly speech channel the way I do. It's not that common of a um, of a energy, right. but many people do channel. They channel through writing. They get um, you know mediums channel past loved ones so the channeling experience is about connecting to an energy and allowing that energy flow through you in the way that i speech channel it takes a little bit more work and a little bit more dedication because it it works with your body like your physical body you have to be open to receiving that energy physically and so that turns a lot of people off (laughs) they want to they want to just go, no, I'll just get, you know, an image in my mind. Thank you. That's enough for me. You know, people want to stay in control too. It just, yeah. you, have, you have to have a high level of trust here. Yes. Cause I'm sure you could get freaked out pretty fast. So um, true. Yeah. That trust is, is essential. And, um, and that's what they, you know, that's what they've taught me is really that, you know, I told you a little bit, I, I did go into a little bit of fear and, and, and worry and, 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 you know, all the, all the stories people tell you and the movies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, the thing that I learned was that 
I am always in charge of my own energy. I am always in charge of my own energy. So even if I were trance medium, I would know if I was being harmed by the way it felt. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like even if there was something possibly, you know, let's say for for example, something could possibly, you know, come in and feel really bad, sound negative or quote unquote evil. I would know. I would feel that. And my energy knows not to accept that kind of thing. And so done. Uh-huh. We are the ones that are in charge of our own energy. And that's really um, important to understand when you go into spirit communication, because if you don't have that knowing of, of awareness of who you truly are and that you are the one in charge of your own body, your own mind, your own emotions, your own thoughts, then, then you can go south in fear. And that's not what spirit wants. Spirit won't work with you if you're in fear. And so you have to be able to trust and have an open connection with, with, um, with the ability to, to receive light and and love and and to trust that that is your source fear is not going to do anything for you except make you wonder what might go wrong but but love is going to give you the the uh accoutrements the the energy of 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 being secure and safe in your own energy and that that's really a lot to do with what i teach um light workers i don't know if you 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 connect with many people that describe themselves as light workers but light workers who are on a spiritual path of self-discovery and and learning that is probably the basis of what i teach in coaching sometimes i teach channeling but um you know it depends on the person and if they're really open to it yeah and i just see whether it's channeling or even the connections that we build to the unseen world, the angelic world, whatever you want to call these folks. It's like really building a relationship. You know, this is the first time you and I are talking. Yeah. Um, and after 75 years, or even thinking of an old married couple, you know, in the beginning they're courting, but by the end, you know, they finish each other's sentences and they just know each other. They, they're breathing the same. And I think building these relationships with the unseen world, if I can call it that, it takes time, it takes dedication, it takes love, it takes an interest in getting to know each other. And um, so four years seems pretty fast in my world, but I'm sure you've been really meditating with love and, um, yeah. you know, it's there's action involved in a commitment and I think an intention from your point of view. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I would. I'd say you're spot on with that. Um, I'm curious of like what your uh, listeners really ask you a lot. Like, how did you? How did you turn to? I, I know you're supposed to interview me, but That's how right. did you turn? <laughs> how did you turn to the feeling of 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 allowing people to um, to really to be open to this experience. Like, have you gotten anything that makes you feel like I'm, I'm, I'm not doing the work of my heart because really what I'm getting at is to show like how the relationship really begins in anything. Like you have the experience of knowing this was a relationship of love for you. And as, as you connected with it, you opened the door to allow other people to feel the love of what you were doing. Right. Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. And then so 
as your love for yourself in pursuing this radio show, you created an abundance of love just by allowing people to visit you and, and to, and to feel your energy and love and what you were doing. And when you did that, you opened the door to so many people healing and loving and creating compassion for themselves and each other. And so what you've done with your show is really demonstrate the energy that, that love of the self and pursuing the joy of that, um, not in the, in the, in the work of, you know, accumulating things, needing things to feel okay, but just really extenuating the, the feeling of your joy out into the world extended to many people's joy. So that's why love always heals. There's never a time that God would give you punishment to make you feel better. You know, and I think that's the point. Like when, when God feels joy, he extends that out into the world. And when you connect with that joy, you know who you truly are. You feel better. You know better. You heal. You become passionate for yourself. And what you've done with your show is really extend that out to thousands of people, which is a miracle in and of itself to know how many people you've touched. So you've far exceeded what I've been able to reach so far. But thank you for doing what you do, because it is such a work of love. And that's what we are here to do. That's who we truly are at the level of light. When we are connected to our own source, our own love, it has no choice but to extend out into the world and touch others with that same light and make them feel the abundance of, of light and love that's available to them as well. She just stepped in and spoke through you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking, wait a minute. (laughs) Fantastic. And it's true. You know, I had this image in my mind of taking myself to Disneyland as an adult and I was playing in the puddles and I was seeing the parades and I just loved it. But what was missing is I didn't have anybody to share it with. So I love mm-hmm. to play and I love to share. And this, this radio show, even if no one was listening, I would still be doing it because of the joy, but the bonus is I do get to share. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've got a great following, great Facebook group. We don't die listeners. Anybody can join that. And, um, I speak at some events and I get to meet people face to face and it's like I'm sharing with my friends. And so there Mm -hmm. is love there. There is joy and being of service and sharing. And I think that's probably why more and more great people come. There's more and more great development happening within me in my meditations. I mean, stuff's happening and, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Lauren. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. (laughs) My goodness. Well, let's talk a little bit more about what you teach and how people can find out more about you. I know your website is soulfultransformations.com, but talk about that because you've left me highly interested, (laughs) (laughs) selfishly speaking, but wow. I do do one-on-one readings and um, all my readings are recorded and all my sessions are recorded. And what I like to do is is bring in, you know, that, that intuitive psychic information that people are fascinated with. But, you know, I concentrate on allowing people to see the joy of what they do and, and, and connecting to their joy means they're in alignment. And when you're in alignment, you can connect with more love and be able to receive 
like receive all of the abundance that, you know, Archangel Ariel was talking about, receive all the awareness of light that is available to us. And so in the one-on-one -on -one sessions, I do that on a smaller level, level, you know, or, um, or just a more, a more connected level of just where they are right now, since it's one session. And then I have, um, a course I do group coaching, which is really about people connecting to their own source within allowing people to feel safe in the world um it's it's chakra work and energy work but it's also about being connected to reality you know teaching people how love really is the truth of our existence and when we do that with an experience of living you know our day-to-day -day, not just oh well that's a nice you know soliloquy that's a nice saying mm -hmm. you know love and light thank you but living that in, in a reality-based world makes a difference to our health, our wellness, and the way that we, um, we, we, we create our lives and the way we become abundant, the way we, we live in love. And that's really all we ever want, right? The energy of, of happiness. Yes. And I teach people to connect with what that means for them. And when you feel safe in the world, you connect with your foundation. When you feel compassionate for your emotions, you learn to understand the intuitive world and what it means for you to feel joy and what it means for you to have self-love when you are in pain and compassion when you are in pain. And then we connect to the joy of living, knowing that joy is the highest communication of being human and that joy attracts love like we just spoke about. You know, you doing what you love attracted joyful experiences, connecting to other people in service, spreading the joy just by doing what you love. And then we connect to um, the throat, like how do we speak about ourselves? How do we speak about the world? What do we do in order to communicate truth to ourselves, truth in love, not in fear? And then we connect with knowing that we are eternal by going through, you know, basically the chakra system. But at the heart of it all is the heart. Everything must be based in love. If you go too much into it being um, difficult to, to, to either get money or never feel like you have enough. And then if you don't have compassion for your emotions, you, you suffer and you get in pain and the body often goes south. And if you don't have love, people will, will take you the wrong way. And if you don't have love for the way you see others and the way you connect with the world, then you often have experiences of, of fear, frustration, and lack. So everything must begin with love. And that's kind of what I teach through my courses. Um, and as a result of knowing that, people start opening up to their guides. They start opening up to information of love. They start opening up to the connection of, of um, guidance for themselves, but still being real world based, still being, you know, that human that's got to go to work every day, that's got to take care of the kids. You know, it's, it's, it's a shift in consciousness away from fear, lack, punishment, um, hostility, and, and negotiating with pain to a feeling of when I know my worth, I am able to spread the joy that I want to see in the world. And that's really kind of um, another long drawn out thing of, <laughs> sorry, I get a little drawn out. No apologies. <laughs> I am having the time of my life here with this interview, listening to you. I am. There's a ton of joy I'm experiencing right now, as I'm sure our listeners are, are as well. That's amazing. Wow. Is there something Lauren that you can give us right now that could we could start doing on our own to maybe start building a relationship with our guides or who's guides. with us because 
we, I think we all want that. We all yeah. want to believe that somebody's with us or whoever's with us and that we have angels with us or guides with us. And, um, yeah, sure. is there just some little practice that we could start doing? So, um, I would always go into meditation, but sometimes the word meditation makes people freak out. Oh, I can't do that. So what I would say is um, quietly awakening to the feeling of your body. (laughs) So that means, you know, connecting to feeling the heart of your body, knowing that you are protected and loved. So it's really just an affirmation. It's connecting to the truth of that. When you say to yourself, I am loved unconditionally, does it feel good? If yes, then we recommend you start meditating and asking your guides to come through with messages because you're ready to receive the love of what they have to offer you. But if you go into meditation or if you go into a feeling of when I say I am unconditionally loved and you feel like, oh, no, well, I did this and that can't be true for all people and what about this and and you feel that there is um, a disconnect between you and that feeling i would start slowly by asking god and your guides to connect with you in feeling love for yourself so start with that and then you just go into the feeling of knowing that you are supported because as soon as you ask in the world of of abundance it is given As soon as you ask to open up to receive love, it is given because you'll immediately have opened up a space within your heart to receive. And so I would ask just with the question, please come into my experience and let me know that I am loved and start with something simple and then start going into meditation, which is just quieting the mind and feeling love. That's it. All you ask is to receive love. 10, 15 minutes a day, just ask your guides to connect with you for love. And when you feel present, when you feel connected, when you feel like you're feeling calm, light energy surrounding you, those things, those are signs and symbols and and, and connections to you that, that that peace is where you find God, you know, that peace is where you find love, that peace is where you find all of the energy that you're looking for. And so that's why everyone recommends meditation. But it doesn't have to be this, you know, guided, let's go talk to my guides, let's go, you know, up into the heavens, let's, you know, let's have all these visions. It's simple. It's just sitting down and asking to feel the heart of who you are. And your guides immediately come in to support that energy. Because again, as you ask, it is given because you are open to receive. And it really is that simple. I don't I don't like to make things more complicated. Well, you have to do this. You have to do that. The more you know it is simple, the more you feel worthy of receiving. The more you know you don't have to prove anything to anybody in order to receive your guides, the more you know you can connect. The less you fear not being able to connect with your guides. So there's a presence, a, an awareness of just being in the in the awareness of love that immediately connects you to that source. And then you start finding all kinds of synchronicities and, and things that that show that they are supporting you. So really, the, the simplest of tasks sometimes is the most difficult. And if you can sit for 15 minutes and just be in the energy of your heart 
and ask to be connected to the light energy of who you are or your guides or your angels. And you are able to sit for 15 minutes without needing to check your phone or get up or, or, you know, scratch your nose. That's fine. But, you know, without needing to do something, then you've started to connect with the truth within the love. And that is where it all begins. Because once you understand that, you understand where all light comes from. I'm just sitting here with a smile on my face. <laughs> Lauren and Ariel, thank you. <laughs> it's it's just amazing to listen to you and just notice the shift. <laughs> Thank you. It's fantastic. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for the journey you have been on and your own development you've done and being willing and open to share this love and teach. It's magnificent. So thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for doing what you do and and having me on today. This was amazing. Yeah. Who knew? (laughs) (laughs) My last interview was with a man who was talking about channeling the angelic realm. And I enjoyed listening to him, but I didn't quite get it. It seemed like it was outside of my my understanding, which was fine because it was something new. And then I thought, what are the chances that Lauren's coming on today too as a spirit channel and it and to our listener who already listened to that last episode you're probably feeling the same thing like this answered so many questions and it was just like that next level of building the relationship we're finding out a little mm-hmm. bit more and so it's perfect perfect awesome. perfect mm-hmm. Lauren thank you do you have any closing words before we wrap up the episode um no, no, no. I just, you know, thank you. Um, you know, you can, if you, I do put out videos and I have like a, a program where I do channelings like once a month. If you want to join that, you can look at that on my, um, my Facebook page, you know, but you know, just, I'm just really grateful to be here. So, so thank you. Oh, I'm grateful you're here too. And once again, your website is soulfultransformations.com and on mm-hmm. Facebook, all one word type in soulful transformations and um, beneath this episode in the description, I have live links to your pages, That's Instagram cool. and everything. We make it easy. <laughs> wow. All I can say is, wow, this was filled with joy and fun and inspiration. And yeah, you've really left me open and uh, curious. It's just yeah. so comforting to know that love is all around and that. Yeah you have been sitting and developing and things, but you're a soul just like the rest of us. And yeah. um, we're all special. Let me put it to you that way. We're all special. We all have a team behind us. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you, Lauren <laughs> Antifermo. And thank you to our listener who spent the last hour with Lauren and I. It's just been great, I feel. Uh, as a reminder, our home base for the radio show is wedontdieradio.com. I want to invite anybody who's listening to join our Facebook group, if you are on Facebook, obviously. Just type in We Don't Die Listeners, and there's 
3,000, over 3,000 of us, um, but that really enjoy talking about these kind of things. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, other episodes, and where you're at and your development and life and where we can help each other out. It just, it's a great place. So in closing, my name is Sandra Champlain, and I have been your host on We Don't Die Radio, and I love it. If you can tell, I love it. I do believe that life is an education for the soul and that your life here on earth is important. So I want to thank you for listening. Let's all take Lauren's advice, sit for 15 minutes or so and be in that connection and ask, let me know that I'm loved and that you're with me. Oh, it's great. So thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.